Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation is going to be the American Indian true historic descriptions and never before seen photographs and images. Again, today's conversation is American Indian true historic descriptions and never before seen photographs and images, right? We're actually going to go over a video that was created by a YouTuber. His name is Kia Miro, right? He represents the African-Americans, ain't African hashtag. And he presented some information. And in the information that he presented, it had a lot of sources. It had a lot of memes. And we're just going to go over that content today, that's all. We're just going to fact check it, right? Because um, sometimes information is brought to us. We see it, or we think we see it, and we take it at face value. But today, we're not going to take anything at face value. The sources that he provided, we're going to go back over the sources, and we're going to see if it said what he actually said that it said, right? So again, you know, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Make sure you comment on the video. Also, make sure you go to his channel, like, subscribe, and comment. And I want you to also to view the video, his content, because I'm going strictly off the content that he already made. And he posted it in May, right? Everything is on the front screen. You can see it. So let's go into the, um, let's go into the content, right? So on the first slide, it says, Early history of the Creek Indians and their neighbors, right? And we can see the author at the bottom. And let's take a look at the inside of the book. This is the first line that Miho <laughs> presented to us as kind of like, um, see, he's kind of reaffirming that African-Americans ain't African. Right. And he's going to be chasing this term dark brown around. And every time he sees dark brown Indians, he's going to try to make that connection with black Americans. Right. So he's using different pieces and portions on the books to reaffirm his position. And that's OK. But we're going to go back over those very same books and we're going to see if that's what it said. And is that all it said? Right. Because we're talking about African-Americans not being African. Right. So now, let's go back to the screen. Let's take a look at his first source. The part in which Mio says the writer was talking about Negroes was a portion in which it says the Spaniards have visited several regions of this vast country, right? We're suspecting they're talking about the Carolinas, but we're going to drop down because these are the natives that they met and seen when they went to this area. And it says, none of them have any system of writing. But they preserve traditions of great antiquity in rhymes and chants. Dancing and physical exercises are held in the honor, and they are passionately fond of ball games in which they exhibit the greatest skill. Let's stop. This is the part that Miho is trying to drive home to, to the audience saying that. See, look, they're talking about the Negro. None of them have any system of writing. But they preserve tr traditions of great antiquity in rhymes and chants. In rhymes and chants? So we got inhabitants who are dark brown who be rhyming and chanting. Rhyming, right? 
rhyming, freestyling, chanting, rhymes, dark brown. Inhabitants are dark brown, right? They pass their time in rhymes and chants, and they're very fond of ball games, in which they exhibit the greatest skill. They're very good at it, too. They're talking about the Negro. See, they can dance, and they can do physical exercise. And look, they're good at ball games. See, they're good at ball games. See, these are the Negroes. Now, sometimes, in my estimate, see, my people, see, black Americans, see, they don't even know when they're being insulted. Right? Some of us now. Some of us don't even know when you're being insulted. When I see him deliver this message, not only was it anti-black, it was cynical. It was disgusting. This man read a book and he seen a part that said the people were dark brown. They was illiterate. They couldn't even read or write. But they can dance around and they can play physical exercises and they was good at playing ball. And he said, look, that's the Negro. You can't even really get more anti-black than that. But our people, some of us now, we're so in this position where we just don't want to be African. You can almost tell us anything about ourselves, no matter how insulting it is, and we'll take it. Because we can play ball games. He said, that's the Negro. Go to the video and check yourself. Black Americans, we don't really play, you know how many professional ball games it is in the wilderness of North America? We don't really play ball like that in America. You got professional bowling teams and volleyball and tennis and golf and racquetball and cycle ball and dodgeball and they playing professional croquet and soccer. We don't even play those ball games, bro. We play basketball and football. That's a couple of games out of the many. But see, again, sometimes our people don't even know when they're being insulted, man. You let somebody come and tell you, yeah, man, it's the illiterate people. The ones <laughs> the ones that like to dance. And, and they can look. And he kept saying, look, they can rhyme and chant. They can rhyme and chant. See, that's you. But when you look at the book yourself. The term Negro was used over 20 times. We don't have to make up the Negro. He's in the book 20 times. But when he's in the book, right? The connection with Negro, with the natives was, there was Negro people around him. There was a Negro presence that was there. And then there was a Negro blood that was mixed in with the natives. So what is Negro blood if an Indian is a Negro and a Negro is an Indian, there's no such thing if Negro blood, if that's real, but they're two different people. But these African-American and African hashtag people, these mehos of the world, trying to make us believe that they're the same, but they're not. Let me go to the portion of the book that he left out. The early history of the Creek Indians and their neighbors by John Swanton. Here's page 43 that Miho cut out with the people that shooking and jiving 
and he said that they was the Negroes. But let me show you where the Negro is at, right? Especially when it comes to this term Negro blood. When you go to page 426, second paragraph on the bottom, it says, In 1738, we found out the number of Hitchichi men was placed at 60. In 1750, only at 15. And in 1760, at 50. Let's drop down a couple of sentences. And it says, In 1832, they are credited, including the branch of village, with a population of 381 besides 20 Negro slaves. See, that's a separation. Right? When they're doing the head count, they separated the Negro slaves from them, the original natives, because they're not the same people. I don't care who want to make you believe in the same people. And this is not my source I'm using to show you this. This is the source that he used. But this is the part he left out. If you do your research, though, when you go back and you look at a subscriber's post in the gazettes, which was at that time what they called the newspapers, you would see that you have runaway slaves from time to time. But the description would be given. Um, it would say something like, we're looking for John. He got on a blue pair of pants. He got on a blue shirt. He's half Indian. He's half Negro. What does that mean? If an Indian is a Negro and a Negro is an Indian, what is a half Negro? What is a half Indian? Like, what does that mean? It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense if they were the same people. That only makes sense if they're two different types of people. So in other words, there's a lot of people out here that's Afrocentric. They would never say something like, we're trying to find Charlie. He's half Yoruba, half Mandingo. You know, we're trying to find Kwame. We can't find Kwame. He's lost. But what do Kwame look like? He's half Igbo, half Zulu. Because he's just black. We just, he's just one person. We wouldn't say that. If a Hebrew Israelite is looking for somebody, he wouldn't say, yo, oh, we're looking for a brother named Hezekiah. Well, what do Hezekiah look like? Oh, man, he's half Benjamite and he's half Judah. We wouldn't say that if you was a Hebrew. A Hebrew wouldn't say that because they're just, I think you kind of see where I'm going, right? You would make those descriptions if they're two different types of people. But let's continue because we're just going to go over Miho's information, right? Let's just continue. So now we got the voyage of the discovery into the South Sea and the Bering Straits. It's about Otto von Kizembu. And again, remember, I'm going over content that's already on the video that Miho produced and he put out. Right? We're not going over any new slides, any new sources. This is everything that he put in his video we're just going to go over the information and this is one of the sources that he's using to show that black americans were already in what we call the territory of the united states right we're the indians we are the real indians so let's um take a look at the portion that he cut out for our learning right and it reads as follows it says the coast of california is inhabited by so many tribes that they are frequently in the mission Indians of more than 10 different races, each of which have its own language. Now, let's drop down to the bottom where he shows. You can see where he kind of highlighted where it says dark brown. We're going to go to that sentence. And it says the physiognomy of these Indians is ugly, stupid, and savage. Otherwise, they are well-formed, taller be tall, and of a dark brown complexion. 
The women are short and very ugly. They have much of the Negro in their continents. Now, out of the entire book, Miho read this section, and boom, it rung a bell. He said, look, they're talking about the Negro. The European writers, see, they're talking about the Negro. Now, if I just would have read this book myself, I'd have said, nah, that's not my people. It can't be my people. Ugly? Nah. Can't be. But when he read it, and the writer said, ugly, stupid, savage, He's like, yeah, that, that got to be right. And he married that up with the part that says dark brown complexion. Nine-tenths of the world. I want you to listen to me, family. Nine-tenths of planet Earth is people of color. But when you look at Miho's source, see, it cuts off. It stops right after it says they have much of the Negro in their continents. And then it's a cutoff. So let's pull the record. Let's take a look at the document ourselves. And let's read the part that was cut off. Right? Let's do that. So we're pulling up the book. This is the original cover, right? Just like the one Miho produced. And here's the page. Right in the second paragraph where it says the coast of California is inhabited by so many tribes. See, that's where he began it at. But let's skip all the way down and let's go back over the portion that he cut off. We're going to read it in its entirety, though, right? It says the physiognomy of these Indians is ugly, stupid, and savage. Otherwise, they are well-formed, taller to be tall, and have a dark brown complexion. The women are short and are very ugly. They have much of the Negro in their continents. Only, see, that's where it caught off with Miho, but we're going to finish it. It says only that a Negro head may be called handsome in the comparison with theirs. They are principally distinguished from the Negroes by their very long, smooth, and coal black hair. Now let's stop. Why did Miho leave that part out? It wasn't like it was on the second page. It wasn't like it was on 10 pages away. See, when you catch these guys up, you know they're slick because the information is always one sentence away, two sentences away, a paragraph before. See, this is how you know that they're liars on purpose. See, you can't even give them a pass anymore. Oh, you stop just short of the sentence that said something different. In fact, the sentence that came immediately after you cut it off says only that a Negro head may be called handsome in the comparison with theirs. So in other words, what the writer was saying was that these Indians look like Negroes. But guess what? They're not Negroes because the Negroes look better than them. See, the Negroes look better than them. They're more attractive than them. He cut that part off. And last but not least. He cut off the part that says they are principally distinguished from the Negroes. See, they slick family. They're slick people. They are slick people. 
You got to know when you insulted, though, because listen, I'm going back to the original context, though. See, he's seen these traits. He thought about you. Now, this whole North America is inhabited by Eskimos, by Mexicans. and Uh-uh. He wasn't talking about them. He looked up and he seen stupid, savage. Uh, oh, them Negroes. Dark complexion. Oh, boom, Negroes. You got to know when you're being insulted. He's not educating you. He's insulting you on the sly. But you don't catch it because you think that the government is hiding your real identity. <laughs> But Big Mama know. That's why I say on my podcast, maybe Big Mama should have started writing books. So she could have told you what the culture looked like. Let's go to the next slide. This is the source that Miho brought to the community as well. Right? And it says the handbook of the South American Indians. He goes down to the portion of the source that says swarthy, brown, and coppery skin. And then he says, see, look, that's you, that's you, that's you. Now, this is how you know when somebody is, is like, um, <laughs> it's like they're challenging your intelligence at this point. This whole source, this whole book had nothing to do with anybody from Tennessee or the Carolinas or from Michigan or from California or Montana or Washington or the Dakotas. He's bringing you a source of a handbook of South American Indians. Who cares? I don't care if all the Indians is black in South America. I'm not from South America. Who cares? The territory of the source that he's using that this book is primarily talking about is the area of Peru. Do you got family from Peru? I'm talking to black Americans. Do you got family from Peru? Do you got family from Chile or Bolivia? I don't care how many brown Indians you show me from down there. I'm not from down there. Show me something from the islands. I'm okay with that. Look, this is this is a sidebar too. This is a sidebar. When you look at early North America, American Indian history, right? When they lived amongst the colonists like Connecticut, New Netherlands and all that. If they had certain wars and small battles, don't you know some of these American Indians would be taken captive, right? They'd be put on a small ship and they'd be sent like to the Caribbeans to be slaves. You know that, right? You know what that process was called? Passing the buck. Because the islands in the transatlantic slave trade, which I like to call the gun trade, because really they was trading these Africans for guns. Different story for a different day. They sent many of our people from Africa to the islands because the islands were used as depots. Drop-off spots. Very little did a slave ship leave all the way from the west coast of Africa and go directly to the territory that we call the United States? That hardly ever happened. I don't know how many of you guys know that. What they would do is they'd take from West Africa to go to the islands, drop them off, and smaller ships from there would take you to smaller ports, right? 
But let me let me get back to the main point I was trying to make. When you start noticing that the American Indians were leaving from the colonies, but like certain British colonies, and they was leaving off as slaves and they was going to the Caribbean, that process is called passing the buck. They were swapping Indian slaves for black slaves, one for one. Because an Indian male and a black male was what they call one buck. That's where you get the term buck from, B-U-C-K. Like, you know, we use it today, like in regular conversations, like, yo, that's a young buck over there, this and that. Or we use it for like a monetary value. Say, oh, man, that costs five bucks and that's 30 bucks. And that's where that term came from. Buck was an Indian male or a black male. And you swap one buck for another buck. Or you can swap three or four bucks for a horse's carriage or a horse or an animal. Or like one of the founding fathers, right? The president, he traded out a buck for a cake of molasses. Different story for a different day. But this is the history that's going on. Let's go to the next slide. All in the same video... Miho brings us another source. It says the Aboriginal race, and then he got a bunch of pieces highlighted. And then, of course, he got some. This is what I call a picture scholarship. And then, you see, you see his tag on it. He's going to go over some physical characteristics, and then he's going to go down to the bottom where it says brown and cinnamon colored skin. That's supposed to be you. And then here's the next part, right? It's highlighted, right? Characteristics of that of the Negro. Then they got the dark Californians and, you know, he is still an Indian still and cannot be mistaken for being any other race. And then he got the picture scholarship. Right. So if you watching this oh him and him and Dame is good at playing that music in the back. <laughs> you say, yo, look, he's breaking it down, man. He's bringing out the sources. He's talking about us. Look, he's even tagging his sources. Let's take a look at the book, though, that he produces as a source. Here's the cover of the book. The Aboriginal Race of America, right? By Samuel George Morton. MD. Let's take a look on the inside. You see the number one, very bottom paragraph, it says physical characteristics, right? That's the part that Miho put in the slide to show us so we can say that's our people. But look at the paragraph right above it. Don't even got to go far. Just right above it. Just right above it. It said, it's not my present intention even to enumerate the many theories which we have been advanced in reference to the origin of the American nations. Although I may, in the sequel, inquire whether their genealogy can be traced to the Polynesians, to the Mongolians, the Hindus, the Jews, or Egyptians. Miho left that part out. You're a black man and woman in America. Do you think you can trace your lineage back to Mongolians, or to Polynesians or Hindus, some Jews, some Egyptians? They're not talking about you. You don't look like those people. They're not talking about you. And you know what? Miho knew they wasn't talking about you. So he left that part out. Because the minute you see Polynesian and Mongolian, 
that's going to ring a descriptive image of the people that you know that don't look like you. And the writer of this book said, yo, I'm going to look into that, my next joint that I make, the sequel of this book. I'm going to look into that because the people at this time, that's who they are saying that these American Indians come from. Not Africa. Africa didn't make the cut. All those tribes that's there with brown-skinned people, dark-skinned people, big nose, woolly hair, didn't make the cut. Nobody thought that that's who those American Indians came from. So they didn't think it then, so why are you thinking now? I know why you think it now. Some YouTubers came along and they start to mislead you. Somebody is investing money in your confusion, man. I'm not even going over some new books. I'm not bringing up no new sources. I'm showing you the very same sources that he brought to you. And it be a page over or a sentence under or a paragraph above. You think these people forgetting this by mistake? You think Miho is overlooking this by mistake? You can go to his video right now and listen to it. And you can go to these books right now and fact check it. And you're going to see the same thing I'm seeing. But these people are thinking you're not going to fact check anything. Because a lot of our people, we're not going to do it. But the thing about the conscious community, though, we're going to do it. Nobody in the conscious community take these guys serious. That's why you never see them in any debates. You're not going to ever see it. Anytime you see these wannabe African-Americans ain't African hashtag people, they're only going to be talking to themselves. They're only going to be talking to themselves. They're not going to talk to no conscious people because we know better. We're going to go back and look at the book that you showed us in its entirety. This is a meme. That's created by Miho. And it's also into the... Uh, of course, this is all in the same video. And I even thought the meme was interesting because, you know... Part of the title of his video is... Never seen before images or descriptions or photographs. <laughs> and so... This is the part... I mean, this, like, this is literally the name of his content. Then you see the tag on it, right? Miho. He got his tag on it. Miho. Miho. <laughs> but let me show you something else. This is the actual photo of that occurrence. There's no headdress. You still see the brother being apprehended by the so-called white man. That's that, right? The enemy definitely got him. But where's the headdress at? So to make points... These people are willing to go as far as to take pictures off the internet where they have no headdress on them and then put a headdress on them. So they're really like taking time. I mean, like they really taking time and investing time in your destruction. And then they turn back around and then tag it. Say, look, I made it. Look, this is made by me. Look, see, I'm the one that's misleading you. I'm the one that's leading you down to the wrong direction. I'm the one that's showing you the sources that's halfway true. 
I caught Dame doing the same thing. It was it was kind of funny. I caught Dame doing the same thing. You know, he called himself coming down to African Town in Plateau, Alabama, and he was using one of the sources. It was a newspaper article. He bushed it, man. He cut it all up to make it fit his narrative, and I went right back. I posted up the accurate newspaper. Now you're just a liar now, bro. I can't look at you like nothing else. I did the same thing with A.B. the Legend. I did the same thing with, what's the other guy's name? It's like Johnny, Johnny Aboriginal or something like that, where they would take memes and they say, look, Giovanni said this when he came. And then I go back and I say, see, nah, Giovanni did say that, right? About the Indians being cinnamon color and they was agile runners and they were swift and all this and all that. But see, you left out the part where Giovanni said they looked like the Orientals. See, you cut that part off the meme. Now you got guys like Miho searching the internet. He found a brother that was arrested and he edited a headdress on him that looked like a native headdress because there's no such thing as a black man and a black woman really being arrested in the streets of the United States of America with a headdress on because we don't wear that because that's not our culture to wear that. And then he put some music behind it and then he put another old picture from a book and he put it together and he gave it to you. And you take it and it's okay that you take it because you don't even know you're being insulted. It haven't dawned on you just yet. Right? It haven't dawned on you just yet that that's insulting. In other words, I wouldn't take a photo of the brother minister of Chicago, right? I wouldn't take Minister Farrakhan's photo, and I wouldn't I wouldn't Photoshop his image, right? And put him in a Catholic robe like he's a priest. See, that's offensive. See, I wouldn't do that. He doesn't stand for that. That's not who he is as a person. You see what I'm saying? Right? This is another source that Miho brought to the table. You see the picture scholarship. Let's take a closer look, though, at what he's actually alluding to. Let's blow it up. Closer view. Picture scholarship. African Americans ain't African, right? And how do we prove that African Americans ain't African? Well, I'm going to give you some history on the N-word. And I'm going to show you in the highlighted portion that the N-word is an offensive derogatory term applied to Indians as well as black up until recent times. See, look, see, they used to use the N-word for them too. So look, that was really you that they was calling the N-word to. But it goes back to my original point. Our people don't even know when they're being insulted. So because this devil called an Indian an N-word, and he called black people the N-word, see, you guys are really one and the same because before they reclassified you, you was really Indian. That's why he called you an N-word. How stupid do you think we are? Don't you know that the Irish were called N-words? Do that mean that the original Irish were black? 
Don't you know that that he was from Jordan, right? Or you from the UAE? Or you got family from Arabia? You know they called them sand inwards because they was from desert-like areas? Do you think I'm gonna run around and say, look, everybody that was originally in the Middle East, see, you was really because you was the real black people because see, he called them, the devil called them in words too. Because they do call the Asians the yellow in words. How stupid do you think we are, dude? How stupid do you think you think just cause this devil called everybody the N-word, that means that they are black people? Yo, this is the last slide I stopped at. I couldn't even do it no further. Man, I was kind of like trying to watch the content. You know, and I was like, man, I can't. It's like this dude, bro. People follow this guy? Oh, I know why they, they're not fact-checking him. He's showing you cutouts of books, and guess what? You're not going back to read the books that he cut out. Because you're so psyched that somebody came along and just told you that you're not African no more. For any of my real Native Americans that's viewing this podcast, right? And you have the culture and the language. And you know how to do a powwow. And you know how to do ceremonial dances. And you keep the culture of your ancestors going. Listen, I always want to say this. I appreciate you guys. I'm humbled. To the fact that I am aware as an original man, as a black man that lives in the wilderness of North America, that I'm living in Indian country. And I'm honored by that. I'm okay with that. And I just want to let you guys know I'm not here to steal your culture. I can appreciate it. I can read about it. But I don't want your culture. I don't want to be Cherokee. I don't want to be Choctaw. I don't want to be Lakota. I'm okay with being a black American that's a descendant from the plantation. I'm okay with that. So here's the conclusion of the matter. I just went over several sources fact-checking Miho, the information that he provided in just one video. I had to stop, man. When I got to the N-word part, I was like, man, this is trash. I can't even go no further. It's trash. I don't care if 500,000 people like this video. It's trash. But you know, it's trash and he's telling lies and eventually the lies are going to catch up. It's trash, man. The scholarship is trash. He's cutting up books. He's cutting up pictures. At the end of the day, listen, black Americans, you got to understand this. There's a war outside and the battle is over your mind. Somebody is investing and you being confused about who you are. Do you know how clownish that you look, man? You out here saying you feathers up and you know, you don't think it. You know you don't have any type of indigenous culture whatsoever. Nothing. No ceremonial dances. No nothing. No language. No writing. Damn, your diet. I mean, you can't. Everything we do, we learn off the plantation. We got the same diet as the people on the plantation have. We love pork. We love ribs. We celebrate the same holidays. You got a 12-month calendar in your... <laughs> yo, and you, at the crib, you got a 12-month calendar. You ain't got no 20-month calendar. 
<laughs> you native. Don't you know indigenous mean ancient? We as black Americans, man, we don't have no culture that's centuries and centuries years old. We don't. Hip hop is new. Southern soul is new. The way we do spoken word, new. Our dances is new. They all have beginnings. The way we dress and talk, all of this is new. Don't you know what an ancient culture looks like? Stop stealing them folks' culture, man. <laughs> Stop stealing them folks' culture, man. I don't care what these guys tell you, man. They, they liars. They charlatans, bro. <laughs> they charlatans, sis. But dig, um, I want you to go back and fact check for yourself. Thanks for tuning in to Real Black Conscious Forum Podcast, man. And again, you know, peace and black power. Until next time, this is Big VJ, man. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.